Welcome back to the Hockey Dudes. Um, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to you guys. Other than about... You know, I don't know what to say to you guys when talking about our absence. Other than simply we've just been dead. Like... It's good to die. It's, it's good to die sometimes. Because... Then when you come back to life... You remember how much it sucked being dead... And it makes you happier to be alive. Because when I, while we were dead, all I could think about was, man, I can't wait to be alive again. And now I feel like a million bucks. I feel like a quadrillion bucks right now talking to you guys via my iPhone. Um, haven't been having accents. Haven't been having access to the fancy schmancy equipment that I have floating around. So it's just me and uh, the old uh, Shelly V. Heilshorn iPhone, light blue edition uh, XR. <laughs> you see, I'm one of those people that when I'm talking about my phone, you know, like I'm just in conversation. Maybe I'm in small talk with the person like at work or, you know, somebody now just like kind of complaining about my phone. Like, ah, yeah, you know, my Wow, my phone, uh, it's not working too good. Or maybe I'm, like, boosting my phone up. Like, maybe I'm, like, talking hype about our my phone. Like, I'm saying, like, you know, my, my, my phone's got a pretty good camera. Like, I'm saying stuff like that. The question I hate is, I and I don't hate the question. I, I hate my answer to the question. But people ask me all the time, well, what phone do you have? And I have to sit there with a stupid look on my face and like look at the phone and be like oh uh uh and I have to like flip it over like three times and then I just say XR I like I remember it's the XR because the XR just sounds like so dope like it, it sounds like that um that break in a like a, a series if you guys have ever watched like uh, like Star Wars, like Rogue One is like that break in like the the uh, uh, like acquitted timeline, and like oh, or if you're like a Halo fan, like ODST is like that offset, like like that branch off of the main tree trunk of the show or the storyline. That's my that's my XR. Like the XR is like that break. So that's just how I remember it. Plus XR sounds like a Call of Duty gun. So like I, I my phone's basically a Call of Duty gun is what I'm getting at. And it, it runs like a charm. And I'm recording on it and it feels good. It's great to be back. I'm I am gonna just be completely honest with you. I'm not gonna talk about a lot of hockey on this on this episode. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you came here for. I don't know if you expected me to just like take you down to the rink and make you feel like you're between the boards, like what I feel like we do pretty well at when Tom's on. But usually when it's just me on, I'm gonna be honest. I I struggle talking about the hockey's. I I really do because I. I, I don't know. I mean, I if I have some good thoughts, like, I can get on a podcast and I can really roll. But, like, there are times where I don't have Tom and I don't have Tom, like, talking to me about his thoughts that are going on in his brain. And I just have to sit there with the thoughts in my brain and I just sit there with just my my thoughts. And I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. And it's coming out of my brain. So, great. But, you know, 
I don't know. I just, what's been going on? You know what I mean? Like, I could break, like, the Elvis and Corpy news to you guys. I could, I mean, that's stupid, though. I mean, if you're here and you're a Jackets fan, like, you know that crap. Um, it is interesting. Now that the, now that we've been out of the season, well, we've had a pause in the season now for, what has it been, like, two full months at this point, basically, it's it's kind of interesting to see the talk around the national media and the national like just the, the just the Twitter just the national like the the National Hockey League Twitter fans fans basically like anybody that's not a Blue Jackets fan. It's been interesting hearing those people talk about the Blue Jackets and they have a lot of really great things to say about where this team was at. And mind you, the Blue Jackets are holding a playoff spot right now but like teams got games in hand and I think the way that the teams are playing I, I don't know if the Jackets were the likely team to hold on to that playoff spot but I mean it's just like what Spit and Chicklets dudes are saying about it what the people that are replying to Spit and Chicklets what NHL NBC people are saying what like there's a, a good amount of hype around this team and it's like really, really upsetting the fact that we're not getting to see them play in the postseason this year. Like it's it's really, really upsetting. And I think the reason, like, as a Blue Jackets fan, I think when the news came down that the season was gonna be on pause and we got into April and we got past that date, like April 15th or April 16th, when you realized, oh, shoot, like we'd be having playoff hockey right now. I think as a Blue Jackets fan, a part of me was like, well, I'd be getting disappointed right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe the first like couple games I'd be getting excited. But like at the end of series, like I feel like by end of April, like I'm just disappointed. I'm sad. By the time May rolls around, my team's not playing. And it's just funny that I think – that my brain has gotten used to the fact that it's May, what, like, 17th right now by the time this epi drops. The fact that my brain is telling me, Hayden, like, the Blue Jackets aren't playing, but this is normal. Like, the Blue Jackets wouldn't be playing. The fact that my brain just tells myself that subconsciously leads me to believe that even I, like, as a huge Coats guy, like, I love the Coats. I... I <laughs> I don't know what you came here for, but I love the Columbus Blue Jackets. I believe they could go to the moon if they wanted to. If this team wanted to ride their hockey sticks to the moon, I believe they could do that. I believe they could sail this Schweido ship wherever they wanted to. I still have, I still in the back of my head have doubts in this team. And I think that's, that's, that's just what makes it a little exciting for me is thinking about how I had doubts about this team at the beginning of the season. I had doubts about this team midway through the season. I have doubts about this team right now. But this team since then has proven to me over and over and over again that, that I'm wrong. And I think when I think about that, I think when I think about that, I think that I'm missing out on being proven wrong about the things that I'd be thinking about right now. And that just pisses me off. Like, that pisses me off. Like, I, I just wish I was watching playoff hockey right now. Like, who knows? The Jackets could be in the 
freaking Eastern Conference finies, and we wouldn't even know. And, and, like, there's good talks going around that, like, the season might still happen. And I know there's, like, a ton of players that are, like, fairly confident that the season is going to happen. I, I don't know. I mean, I was talking to Tom about it today. I saw Tom. We we went golfing together. And, you know, we don't see each other a ton nowadays because we're both working full-time jobs. And, you know, we don't live together anymore. But I see him when we play golf. We probably play golf, him and I, like, I don't know, like once a month. Like, for sure, once a month. Maybe t- for sure, like, sometimes twice a month. Like, we see each other and we play golf and or we do something stupid. Um, but he brought up the point that there's a little bit of not an asterisk as far as, like, the team did something wrong and didn't deserve the cup. But, like, there's a little bit of a, well, does this cup really count as a real cup if they play it in, you know, practice rinks and stuff? And if they play it in, like, little local rinks and and there's no crowds and if they play a seven-game series like that, does the cup really count? And, you know, I think... I don't know. Like I like see I go back and forth on it because naturally I don't want to agree with him because it's Tom. And he's probably right. Like it definitely w- would be discounted a little bit because it would be taking place like maybe in front of like no fans for the first couple rounds. But basically he was saying that even if you do have fans by the Western Conference, Eastern Conference finals and the Stanley Cup finals, he was saying that it's still going to be weird like anything off of the normal format is going to be weird and it's going to feel not as real as the real thing and you know actually now that I talk about it I do understand that however what as a Blue Jackets fan would I not take a practice rink Stanley Cup where I watched my team because the games are gonna be televised like I'm gonna watch the game I'm gonna go through the ups and downs of a game the team is gonna go full go against another team that's going full go because like the stats are gonna be stats the playoffs are gonna be the playoffs they're playing for the same thing like they're playing to, to hoist Lord Stanley like this matters. I mean, you watch men's hockey, men, men hockey, men's hockey leagues that are being played in front of no. Talk about the kings of social distancing. Men's hockey leagues, they know how to do it. Beer leaguers know how to do it. And there's just as much of, of blood, sweat, and tears that go into leagues like D leagues and C leagues and E leagues and B leagues. As there, like, if, if there's blood, sweat, and tears that go into those finals, how much more are there going to be when the hockey teams are facing off knowing that there's millions of people watching on television? Like, they're still watching the game. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm just a, a guy that just thinks about things. And the things that I think about are different than the things that Tom thinks about. And he's just been thinking sad things. Like, that just makes me sad, bro. Like, like I don't want to think about that. Like that would make me like not even get excited about the fact that they would be having the playoffs. Like, why would you even get, get me to that level? Like, I don't want to think about that. It's not my job to think about that. Like I'm taking a cup. Now, if the penguins or the capitals or the Panthers like won a Stanley cup, I, I would be a little bit like, uh, yeah, this doesn't count buddy because, um, COVID, like I I would say that I would say 
it was the sick cup and it was the pandemic cup so asterisk <laughs> i freaking would i'm gonna be honest i definitely 100 percent would but i don't know dude i mean it is what it is it's i mean it's fine life just feels normal especially like well it doesn't feel normal well it di- i should say life didn't feel normal but then it did via yesterday when restaurants open up their patios and listen i saw some heat on twitter from this one dude that i follow he was a really good dude in school i, I mean i like him a lot um just a really great guy. Like I lived with it. I lived in the same place as him freshman year. And, you know, I, I, I kind of like grew up through school. And even though we didn't cross paths a lot, like he, he's a big, like blue jackets guy, big sports guy. And he's just, he's a great dude. I mean, super nice gentleman, like just a great dude, but he had a pretty bad take on Twitter today. I, I think like he said something like, Somebody posted a video of a bar in either Cincinnati or Columbus that had just, like, the patio just packed. Like, like almost not – I mean, not quite, like, bumper to bumper, but, like, a quick elbow reach out to elbow reach out with possible, like – little space in between each guy like if i stuck my t if i started doing t poses and i started spinning like i would hit like three or four people like kind of thing but not like not like like i said like not bumper to bumper but like t pose out spin move 360 everybody's doing it you're hitting three or four hands as you're doing it kind of deal and he said he's like you best believe that I'm checking these videos to see if there's anybody I can cancel. And, you know, I get it. You know, I don't, I don't, I haven't talked to this guy in a while. I, I haven't hit him up and that's bad on me to ask like, hey, like, you know, maybe this guy has had somebody, you know, maybe he's had somebody that he knows lose their life to coronavirus and you know that's sad like that's it's not even funny to think about at all there's no way to make that funny like that's just purely sad but dude the rules are the rules and if the rules are lifted like these people aren't doing anything wrong you know what i mean like why like i i don't understand why you shame these people when these people have probably been obeying the rules for a long time and you know my theory is people were made to spend time together and yes it's been great spending time with our families but like you can't live life in fear you have to break through that constant level of scaredness of you know i mean i'm not saying like these guys are people are taming like something great like you have to break through that level of fear maybe to get that next job you want or you have to break through that level of fear to talk to the girl that you want to talk to or talk to the guy that you want to talk to that way you can marry them and have kids and change your life like that's fine but like you know that's true obviously he would agree with that and so maybe he's saying like well Hayden it's not that extreme but no, I think it is. I think it's the same thing. Like, yeah, maybe they're just having drinks with their friends. But you know what? Reaching out to somebody during a pandemic and asking them to hang out and 
you know, maybe being in the same space as them, but, you know, having a decent amount of respect for general hygiene, I think that goes a long way to show how much you care about somebody. And and yeah, maybe there are people out there that are just trying to get trashed. But you know what? I work at a bar. I do. I and I and I lost my job. I lost I had two jobs. I lost them both. Or I got furloughed rather. Well, one of them opened up this weekend, and that was my serving job at Jimmy V's. And I gotta tell you, I was walking around that patio tonight, and you know, they just Mario, the owner of uh, he he went from Mario to Mario. He made a major Mario move when he strung those lights up on that patio because I got to tell you, boys, if you're around Westerville, that patio at Jimmy V's, when the sun goes down and that those stringy Pinteresty lights are illuminating that patio, it's a brand new patio, boys. I got to tell you, like that is a bumping place for, for Uptown Westerville is that Jimmy V's patio. And... People were feeling good. I mean, yes, the alcohol was flowing. Absolutely. I mean, I think a guy dropped like 200 bucks on like straight JMO shots tonight. Tipped me 50 bucks, though. I mean, see, like, that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, it's all love, man. It's all love, bro. Like, you don't even understand. You don't even understand, like, because you're just living in fear. And I, and I love this guy. I honestly do. Like, if I could, if I saw him, I'd be like, bro. I love you, bro. Like you have been, you've always been a great dude to me. But that was a bad take. I'm not afraid to tell somebody that they had a bad take. That was a bad take. You cannot live your life in fear. You have to, you have to break through the level of fear. As long as you're respecting the rules and having a general care for the other people next to you, that can go a long way. Ha- having ca- just caring about somebody at a basic minimum level. It can go such a long way. And that's the beautiful thing about love is that it, even at a, a, a very minimum, it can go a long way and it can impact a person. You know, that can be said about the opposite factor too. Like the, the little bits of not caring about people can go a long way. And I, and I just I just don't think that obeying the rules, you know, like you're, you're not disobeying the rules. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't think people were out at Jimmy's tonight just to get blitzed. I mean, yeah, probably 200 bucks on JMO guy, but tipped me $50 guy. That guy was out there to get blitzed. Absolutely freaking lootly. Like, okay, maybe there's one one diamond in the rough. One anti-diamond in the rough that's getting blitzed at these patios. But, like, I mean, I was walking around the patio, man, and people just loved being out again. Like, they really did. You know, like, we were we were made as humans to go out and explore the world and, you know, to socialize with people that we care about. So let it be, man. I mean, just freaking, I, I love it. I, I honestly love it. I, I got to be, I got to be honest, though. Um... I I've I have been kind of a positive guy during this coronavirus. And I think I have grounds to be a positive guy and be proud of the fact that I've been a positive guy because I've had crappy things happen to me, dog. Like I lost a roommate that I was supposed to live with. Like a guy that was gonna move to Columbus, like decided he can't move to Columbus because he he didn't die. He he didn't die. 
he decided he could I know it sounded like he died. No, he didn't die. He couldn't move to Columbus, though, because he lost his summer job. Like, that sucked. Like, I love this kid so much. He's, he's like, three years younger than me. He was going to go move to Columbus and go to Ohio State. He's my cousin. Like, I was going to – I love him, bro. Like, and he decided, like, he, he can't move because he doesn't have money. And, like, that sucks, dude, you know? And I told you I got furloughed by two jobs. Like, that, sh- that sucks, bro. Like, it sucks, man. And one of the jobs, like, I'm trying to make my career, and that got put on a pause. And right at a time when I got my own show, too. Like, I- not my own show. I mean, I was producing the show. So, in a way, it was more of my own show than what I had before. Tito is a real star. Tito is a monster. I love Jeff Thidoff. A Great dude. Love that dude. Um... Love that dude. I mean, just a great dude. Such a great dude. But I got furloughed by two freaking jobs, dude. Like, I have a right to claim that I have been a positive guy during this. And I will say this. I have loved the fact that I've gotten... I'm not going to say that I've gotten time to spend with my family, but I've gotten to see my family in the house. Like, I'll walk by my brother who usually lives on campus at this time of year, as he walks down to his basement and his made-up shack that he just set up in the basement, just totally dominating the, the first split level of the house. Like, he just set up his stuff and said, I am the king of this space. Nobody can come down here. He he literally is sleeping the last two months on a blow-up bed. I love it. It's hilarious. But the fact that I can see him and walk by him and just give him the what's-up nod, that feels good. I, I like that. I, I like the family time. I have played an insane amount of golf. Like, it's the only thing to, it was the only thing to do at first. They were allowing people to walk for free at Medallion. They were allowing people to walk for free at Medallion. And I love you guys. I love you guys, um, but sometimes you don't catch along with everything I'm saying. I believe that you guys are smart enough to catch along with what I'm saying simply because the name of this course is called Medallion. Do you think a golf course called Medallion is anything shy of the average person driving by it and saying, that golf course is Beautiful. I would eat that golf course. If if somebody gave me a slice of that golf course on a plate, I would literally eat it. That's how nice Medallion is. Medallion was so scared that they were going to get shut down for some, I don't know. They were just so scared of coronavirus that they literally let people go out there with golf carts and just play for free. Because they weren't going to have any chance to charge people or anything. But they also didn't want to super piss off like the people that pay money to be members there. And they wanted them to get to play. Well, they just said, we're not going to keep track of anybody that's playing. Because we're not going to have anybody around. So anybody can play for free. Boy, I got so many of my buddies out there that usually have to pay like 50 bucks to get on the course. I got so many of those dudes out there. And we played so many rounds. I've played 25. I've played like 25 rounds this year. That's that's an insane amount of golf rounds to play midway through May. And I'm literally playing like in five hours because like my dad paid my dad, my dad. I'm I'm a my dad has money guy. OK, and you know what? 
I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to be a my dad has money guy because guess what? My dad worked hard for his money, okay? And yeah, like I'm I'm a P-boy. I'll admit it. I'm a P-boy. I am a P-boy. There's no way around it. I play Minecraft. I make podcasts. And I sometimes enjoy, occasionally enjoy some wine. I do. I I, I like wine. It, it's a good drink. It is good. I watch I watch soccer. I wear black Nike Elite socks still. Like these are the things I do. Okay, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I am a p boy, um, but my dad is not a p boy. My dad is a real man, and 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 he made money, and he is flexing his money by letting me play golf at this super nice course called Medallion. Okay, all right, let it be. I I. I am lucky enough to be that person, but I take absolutely no credit on my own. Strictly privilege. Whatever. I suck. I suck at golf. I, I'm terrible. I shot like 103 today at a rinky-dink course in Centerburg called Table Rock. And uh, let me be honest, okay? I, I did just offend it by calling it a rinky-dink course in Columbus, but Table Rock, and I say this to my buddies, sneaky tough. It's it's a sneaky tough course. It is. That's a fact. It looks like it's an easy course because it's in the country, you know, you gotta drive that 30 minutes to get out there. It um, has one of those signs outside of it that looks like a construction site sign, but it just like kind of like got painted on it. Table Rock Golf Course, turn here. But it's like a wooden sign where it's like wood and then it's like the poster up and like, you know, it, it like, you know what I'm saying. And then you like turn down like th- this road and uh, the golf course rides like right next to the road and, and like there's like, you know, like. I don't know, like, there's just wheat, like, there's dandelions, like, everywhere, and you walk, and you drive by it, it's one of those, like, hmm, like, oh, there's a, there's a golf course, you know, you're not, like, you're not, like, the same way that you are medallion, where you're, like, hmm, I'd eat that golf course, it's more like, hmm, oh, there's a golf course, kind of course, and usually those, oh, oh, there's a golf course, courses are, like, pretty, like, you can just go out there and just dominate them, uh, if you're, like, just a decent golfer, like, you can literally go out there and dominate, dominate them, well, that's not table rock. It's it's sneaky tough course. It is, and I've played it probably a hundred times in my life. And I shot a hundred and three there today, and I'm just starting to realize that I am trash at a sport. I, I'm trash at sports. Okay, what do you want me to say? I'm I'm bad at sports. There are sports that I am that I am decent at, like uh, pickup basketball, one v one, blacktop in my driveway versus my, uh, 17-year-old brother, I dominate him. I mean, I can just, I can put him to the ground. I just, I can shoot it over top of him. I can make the low post move. I can drive the ball. I can play defense on him. I'm just the ultimate package when I play my brother. So give my credit, give myself credit that. Uh, I usually beat Tom in golf. Like, I'd say... I'd say a solid like seven and a half times out of 11 and a half. Like I beat Tom at golf and you know, it's, it is what it is. I play a lot more than, I I play a little bit more than him. Um, but I, 
I guess I, I, I played when I was a kid a little bit more. I mean, he played absolutely zero golf. I, I played every now and then. My dad didn't used to have, like, the kind of money to where I could play. Like, he had to grind, bro. He That man, that man had to grind for everything he's getting. But, you know, credit him. He's a beast. But, yeah, so... I'm trash at golf, so I'm gonna play tomorrow morning. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna figure it out. Um, you know, whatever. But no, I was just thinking about this coronavirus thing, and you know how here and there, like I've seen people go to shake hands, and they drop the oh nope nope can't do that, and they stick out their elbow. And, like, that's super awkward. Like, if you've had to watch that so far, or God forbid, you've had to been a part of one of those interactions, I'm sorry. That's tough. Like, that, that's that's a hard L for both of you, both parties involved, to take away. But, uh, I mean, it's it's a little bit more of a dub for the person that first said, like, first went to the elbow, right? Instead of the hand, went to the elbow, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dominate this interaction and I'm not going to let you shake my hand. I'm, I'm going to give you my elbow. So credit that person. But even still, like, it's just, it's a dirty look. Like, it's just, it looks bad. The smoothest thing that I have seen is two people go to interact with each other and go straight to the elbows. I think that we need to have a serious serious debate about whether we should get rid of the handshake and go straight to elbows when we meet people when we meet people i mean there's times where i think uh like the handshake i i don't know i've i'm talking this is there's different categories of a handshake obviously like there's the end of a golf round handshake where you all take off your hats and, and you shake hands like that's just that's a good look that's a good look for everybody involved good cherry on top of a golf day is everybody taking their hats off looking the other man in the eye not too intently unless you're into that but shaking the man's hand and saying you know good round good round uh there's the end of the uh playoff series handshake that that's gotta stay i mean you just you go down the line you look the man in the face that you just tried to kill for seven straight games and you shake the man's hand like i i love that that's the best Probably one of the best parts about uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. There's the kind of handshake that seals a deal. Like you just made a deal. You reach your hand across the table. As you're both standing up, you shake the man's hand. That's not what I'm talking about. Those are in a separate category. Yeah, maybe maybe they're, maybe they're up for – maybe they're on the hot seat. Maybe they could be switched. But I'm not going to focus on those right now because I do think this is an important matter. I think handshakes, when you meet a person – are on the hot seat and i think they need to be changed to the elbows permanently i love the elbow to elbow when it is applied correctly look and i think there's just so many good ways to go about it one it's way more sanitary like it's just so much more sanitary to just go elbows with a person two it looks cool it looks like like hey i respect you gonna give you that bump but i mean this isn't this isn't this isn't 2005 like we don't have to shake hands you know what i mean i love that i'm all about that all in on that and i mean i can save that for another day 
I'm going to package this podcast up. I'm going to wrap it up because I'm going to be honest. I saw CEO Jordan tonight, and he was walking around Jimmy's. Love that guy. Great dude. Uh, every time I see him, I, I can't tell whether he's lost weight or not. Not that he was, like, big. Like, you know, people, you don't have to be big to lose weight. Like, come on. Like, that's not what I'm saying here. Hop off. But, like, he just always looks skinnier in the neck area. And, and you know, I'm afraid to tell him because I feel like I tell him every time. And, I you know, I'm afraid to tell somebody, hey, it looks like you've lost weight. Because I don't want them to ever think that they were fat to begin with. Because I don't think there's a such... I don't think that... I don't think... I don't think there's a such thing as fat people. I don't think fat people exist. I think... I think... I think that... I think... I don't think fat people exist. I don't... I don't see. I am fat colorblind. Unless... Like, that's why I think... That's probably why I think that people lose weight when they really don't. Is because I can't tell the difference between somebody that's lost a ton of weight versus somebody that weighs a lot. Like, I just see you deeper into your soul for who you are. I am trying to figure out your personality. I am not trying to identify you and objectify you. Um, so credit me for that. That's, that's super cool of me for doing that. That's a sport I'm good at. I'm, I'm good at not objectifying people. I used to be bad at that. I used to be very, very trash at that. I used to objectify the hell out of people. I don't do that anymore. I'm a new man. I saw the light, I saw the light, I'm a brand new man, yeah, oh, okay, alright, uh, gonna shrink wrap this one up, I'm gonna band it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in the back of the truck, and I'm gonna ship it away, uh, I love you guys, uh, stay, stay frosty, stay tropical, and always remember, no matter what the state of the world is, pandemic, no pandemic to tell your dog.